Hey everyone, I just wanted to give a quick short intro to this episode, uh, specifically because it has a very clickbaity title. Um, I don't think that all DJs hate photographers, um, but I do think that there is a very real tension that exists between DJs and photographers, and this episode was actually inspired by a conversation that I had with a friend who is a local DJ, and uh, and we just got to talking after a wedding we did a few weeks back, and um, we just started talking about our experiences and, and things with timelines and and, uh, and my buddy and his coworker were sharing some of their frustrations that they have. Um, some of these things we talk about in the episode about photographers taking way too long uh, when they're taking sunset photos. And it's, it's just, it's a buzzkill to the party. And so Ashley and I have a conversation about that today. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys some context and let you know, like, hey, you know, we don't, that, that was a very clickbaity title and it was like that for a reason. So anyways, hope you enjoy the episode. So I was talking to Tyler. Uh, a local DJ here in our city um, the, a couple weeks ago, and we got on the topic of receptions, and we got on the topic of timelines and things like that, and and we had a really good, I really like Tyler a lot. I, I consider him a friend, a friender. Yeah, I, I like Tyler a lot too. A friender, if you will. Yeah. Friend vendor. Friend? And, oh, I like that. Yeah, a friender. So, uh, and so we just started talking about some some things, and he kind of started to voice some things that photographers might not realize that they do um, that actually could have a negative effect on the wedding day, uh, and which got me to thinking about just in general, and, and there's one thing that he said that really stuck out to me, and he said, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else, and that concept really stopped me in my tracks, and I started thinking, huh. I mean, there were some things that we started talking about as far as like timelines and he, he started saying, you know, timelines from the perspective of even dinner with like. Which that's, I think, something really important to bring up, actually. Yeah. So like, you well, don't have to go into your whole conversation, obviously, but I think that that is, I just did a timeline the other day where I saw 15 minutes for dinner and I got it from the planner, actually. And I was yeah. like, there is no way this dinner is only going to take 15 minutes. Like, No right. way. They take an hour. So I think let's, let's start here. Our job, you and me as photographers, we're really in charge of the day from the time the bride gets into her dress until like, and then we get them to the grand entrance. Yep. And at that point, we've handed the reins. Wipe our hands off and it's like, your turn, DJ. Yeah. We've we've wiped our hands off and then it's the DJ's turn to pick up Mm -hmm. the ball. And there are a lot of great DJs. Uh, There are a lot of not great DJs, just Mm -hmm. like there are a lot of great photographers. And there are a lot of not great photographers. That's just what you get in the service industry, obviously. True. And you get what you pay for. Um, And so we started talking about... So I wanted to caveat it with saying this. I think DJs have a different level of care, concern... Uh, for the reception than we do as photographers. Well, their focus is completely different than ours. Right. So we are very much focused on capturing, documenting, but we also have a limited amount of time that we're there. Mm-hmm. We're there for sometimes, I think, two and a half hours. As I asked Tyler, I said, what do you think the ideal time for a photographer is to be at a, ceremony, uh, a reception? He said two and a half hours, which I think yeah, I'd go two, two and a half, depending you know, depending on what all happens. Um, you can capture it, I think, in an hour and a half. Are we talking from like... Least. 
grand entrance to whenever it they head out. Okay. With I that, don't even if know what that would be for me. I don't know if uh, I've ever I mean, figured out that time. I mean, you think you show up, you do the grand entrance, mm-hmm. uh, probably within 10 minutes, dinner's being served, um, anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to an hour, depending on if you are doing a, like imagine you're at a hotel and they're doing a plated dinner. That's going to take significantly longer because it's normally they bring a salad and then yeah. they go around the room and then they bring the thing. Yeah, plated it, dinner it's just, takes a while. Yeah, plated dinner. And then sometimes like a, a couple weddings ago, we had uh, they had barbecue catered in and they were told it was going to be two line buffet. Well, then they, this vendor showed up and they did one line where they're serving you your food. So, so then that took, slowed it down. Yeah. It took about 15 to 20 minutes longer. And so Tyler was basically saying, you know, you got these photographers who aren't really aware of these little things that end up, they only designating, designate 15, 20 minutes, uh, 30 minutes when due to whatever, however food is being served, they need longer. Um, and so I think he did raise an interesting point. Sometimes I think when I'm building a wedding timeline, if they have me for eight hours, but they needed me for nine, or if they have me for six hours and they needed me for eight, it's easy to try to give them everything, oh, right? Like you yeah. want to you want to give your couples everything. So if they have six hours and you they still want their to have they want you there at the reception and they want you there for dinner and then the toasts and the cake cutting and the first dances and a little bit of dancing, that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like. You're, you're going to have to say no to coverage on the front end of your day or on the end of your day. And so one of the things that Tyler brought up was that, you know, it, sometimes it can seem like we're rushing things or we rush the timeline so that we can get it in the allotted time, which really raised a really good point about that's not even fair to the couple, mm-hmm. like that they have to feel like they're like they don't get to be present in their day. But at the same time, if a couple is in a spot to where their budget only allows for oh. six hours, then, you know, that that's really tough. Well, I, I al- what were you going to say? I also operate from like rushing, I guess. It's not rushing, but having a sense of urgency. I think sometimes DJs can not have that sense of urgency and like, I'm giving, I know I'm giving you an allotted time for these things. Like I'm doing 15 minutes for toasts. We may only need 10. I'm giving an hour for dinner. We may only need 45. I'm like, I'm giving like ample amount of time. And I tell the DJ what time I'm going to leave. And I feel like sometimes the DJ drags his feet getting from one event to the next. And there's so much downtime to where you see the couple sometimes like, when are we getting started? What are we doing? So at the same time, like maybe they, I don't know, I'm just kind of throwing this out there, but maybe they see it as like we're rushing when I also see it as like they want to get to the party. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I mean, it, may, it should, might be a different point. Than, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and you know. Just it, a different perspective. I, I am also paraphrasing things that Tyler said, so I don't want anyone to take this as, you know, it's. It, Truthfully, he should probably be on to share his thoughts and things like that. But the thing that I wanted to get at with this episode that... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, your conversation with Tyler inspired this episode. Yes. Like it, it inspired. It, it's kind of the basis of it. it yeah. So yeah. it inspired it. But 
he got me thinking about things that I didn't, that I never, it's not that I didn't think about, but I just didn't realize like, wow, they really do view the reception way differently. For them, it's game time. For us, we've already been at the game for, you know, mm-hmm. five hours, probably by that point. And for them, it's like, all right, it's, it's their time to shine to do their craft. And not in a way that's like, oh, look at me, look at me. Some DJs are like that, but... I think that there are lots of other good DJs out there that don't do that. It's about the couple for them. And so the point of you can't have it all. Like if you say yes to something, you're saying, you're saying no, no to something else. To something else. And even if you can afford it, like if you say yes to can I dive into some some examples? Yes. Cool with that? I didn't know yes. if you had anything. I was ready for that, that too. Okay. So yes, we're on the same page. Dive into examples. Think about budget. If you have, you take your whole budget and you have a dream vendor that you want to work with. Let's say it's Wild Oak, Jen and Nick would, Miller. We've had yeah. them on the podcast. They're amazing. They'd probably be my dream vendor to have on it. They're great. They are great. Um, you know, for my second marriage and everything. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Val renewal. <laughs> Val renewal, sure. And, uh, and so let's say you got Nick and Jen Wild Oak. They're a dream vendor, but they are 25% of your total budget. If you say yes to them or another vendor that would equal 25% of your budget, you're going to have to say no to other things as well. Yeah, Whether you may that be, not get your dream florals exactly. or your dream photographer. Like, yes. Yeah, I get that a lot. I, I feel bad sometimes. They're, like I have this feeling that I'm taking, like I don't know if you ever feel that, but I feel like I'm taking somebody's budget and I'm like, oh, I wonder if the, like their whole budget went to me and then I feel bad and I feel this amount, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. felt that for like a long, even the beginning of my career. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. When he, like we weren't even that expensive, but it's just like, cause everybody has a different budget and yeah. then you just feel that layer of pressure. But well then, and then there's early on to where it's like when someone wants to work with you, you want to work with them too. That like feels good. I mean, now you're Kane B. So you guys are like the bee's <laughs> knees and everyone, you're like everyone's dream vendor. So, Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. um, so there's that budget with vendors. Say yes to this. Got to say no to something else. Sunset photos. And this is something that Tyler and, I, Tyler and I actually talked about. All DJs feel this way too. I feel like this is not, this, this is not exclusive, but this is something that he brought up. But I've heard this from many a DJ. So if you say yes to sunset photos, which let's be honest, they're freaking gorgeous. Say if yes you to got sunset a sunset photos. and you got that glow, which I would consider sunset. I don't consider sunset actually the sun setting over the horizon. I consider sunset golden hour, which is an hour to an hour and a half before sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you'd agree with that. Yeah, I do. And sunset for me too is not about, like for me, it's not about the glow. For me, it's not about, um, you know, more photos or whatever. Like I utilize sunset as paramount for the couple to have a moment alone together okay and so we i typically like shoot them for five minutes because i want to respect their time and which we'll get into that that's the whole point of this but yeah um i'll shoot them for five minutes and then i'm like you still have five minutes like take some time like people aren't missing you yet they're busy eating dinner or whatever like this is your day take five minutes by yourself like go sit on that bench and like reflect on the day be alone together, be in some quiet that you leave the chaos of the busy sounding reception and like go sit. Like we did this, we do it every single wedding, but last weekend 
they the couple like just went on a walk around the venue and they went behind this little shed and they sat privately behind this little shed where nobody could see them so they could just be alone together for a minute and so they're paramount to me oh my gosh i just had an idea what if you i mean you not all couples might want to do this but i just had the thought of like what if you gave this couple five minutes alone and then you were just like you just toss it out it's an idea they don't have to do it but it's like you could take your cell phone what if you two sit down and you record a little video that's just for you? You don't post it. You don't share it. But you literally just talk through like, we're here we're on our wedding day. We have five minutes to ourselves. Let's just recap like what's been our favorite, literally like selfie style. And you could like, imagine so watching that. you can rewatch that. it. You can rewatch that later. It's just, you don't share it with anyone. That's the rule. Like it's just you guys. Mm-hmm. And you just. Like a little time capsule. Yeah. A little time capsule. I don't know. I just had that idea. But yeah. it, there's also something to be said for being present in the moment with no technology. Yeah. And just living it. Yeah. So to the point, I don't remember where that got sparked off. The, oh, for me, it wasn't about like, it's not about the glow or yeah. the photos. Um, so I think that you do, I, I highly recommend saying yes to the sunset part. However. When you say yes to it. You're saying no to something else. And what and are you saying no to? The no that you're saying, the thing that you're saying no to, and it depends, honestly, it depends on when sunset is i feel like when you're talking about it and people are still eating it's very non-intrusive and very non-disruptive to sneak them out if your photographer is going to keep you for the time that they told the dj they were going to be gone and this is one of the things that tyler mentioned and i i've heard not just tyler other djs mention this as well and even some djs lash out at me because they're like can you just actually be like do what you say you're going to do and you say you're going to be gone for 10 minutes don't be gone for 45 because this is a thing that happens. It's really hard for some photographers. And I do think this is a inexperienced kind of photographer see thing. See my face? See, yeah. see the, I was going to say newer. <laughs> like I was like newer. set up to be like newer. Like inexperienced, newer photographers, they drop the ball with this all the time, which has led to D- DJs being jaded and to not trusting other photographers because their experience has shown them otherwise. That the majority of newer photographers. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus for a minute. Okay. I, in the very beginning of my career, this was probably 20, this might've been 2013. So this might've been the very first year of our business. Yeah. We did sunset photos with a couple and we were in, it's first year of our business. We were inexperienced. And I feel like you don't maybe think you got enough or you don't know what enough is and like yep. what is satisfactory, what are couples actually looking for. And we took, I don't know how long we took. I really don't. I would say like somebody came out and looked for us and that's the worst feeling in the world. when like someone's like hovering, which still happens, but someone came out and looked for us. um, And we're like, we'll be done in five minutes. And the DJ comes out and like, we're just having a good time. Like it's kind of, it is that little escape for the couple. So it really is a good time and time does get carried away from you. However, now the way that I do sunset photos for five minutes, like, no more than that. Sorry. Like I'm not here to get a bunch a of variety and build a, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not here to build a portfolio for me for your sunset photos. Like I'm here to respect your time, but to give you like a little bit more. Um, so anyways, by the time we got back to the reception, nobody was there. Like there was like maybe a few <sighs> tables left of people. And I don't think we were gone that long. But I would, if I were to guess, because this was a long time ago, I would guess it was half an hour. 
I yeah. 45 minutes seems extreme. I highly doubt we did that because we could keep each other accountable. But yeah. it may have been like 30 minutes. It might have been 20. Regardless, ever since then, I have been royally scarred. And I just yeah. don't want that to happen to people where you go back to your reception and nobody is left. Yeah, that's the worst. That's, I mean, I've attended a wedding where that's happened. And it, it's tough, especially when you're left and you see the bride and groom walk in and they're just like, what the heck happened? Where did everyone go? Yeah. You know, talk about being hard to recover from that. That's one of those things. Yeah. But if you say yes to sunset photos, you're most likely saying no to the momentum that your party has built up. So let's say it's not during dinner. It's during the dance. Open dance has started or it's right after festivities. Let's say you've already done toasts, cake cutting, and your first dances. And now you're sneaking off right at the beginning of open dance floor. Probably one of the worst times to sneak off. Mm -hmm. And honestly, even in the middle of open dance floor. And here's why. Because people are going to do what the couple is doing. If both of the people are on the dance floor, they are going to be dancing. If even if one of the people, if groom is on the dance floor and bride is talking, people will be on the dance floor. If bride is on the dance floor, groom's talking, getting a drink, taking a shot, whatever. People are going to be dancing. But people follow the bride and groom. And so if you remove them right at the beginning of open dance, it's going to be really hard for your DJ to get that momentum going. If they got the momentum going after three songs and then you pull the bride and groom away, it pretty much just killed it. So you're saying no to the momentum of the open dance floor that you just had going on. And it's really, really hard for a DJ to build that back up again. It doesn't matter how good or skilled they are. Human nature and people just end up tending to want to do what they want to do. Yeah. You know, last weekend I attended a wedding and that wedding, it was the first one that I'd been to really in a really long time where I wasn't on the dance floor because I like live on the dance floor. But I like was sitting up at the bar and that face you just made was like, I'm always on the dance floor. Like I'm I run the dance floor. I, like, I love the dance floor. Have you heard dancing queen? That song's about me. Legit. Yes. <laughs> so I normally am on the dance floor, but this wedding I was up at the bar and like talking and reminiscing with people. And I literally was like, I will no longer talk shit on all the people hanging out by the bar. Because like this is so much, this reminiscing is so much fun. So what happens when you take the bride and groom off the dance floor is people find their way to the bar and they just don't leave the bar. Like they are having a good time, but they don't leave the bar, you know? Or or sometimes you have a venue that has split things. So like think about the porch at the Hudson. Yes. Uh, Not not at the Hudson. The uh, barn. Distillery. Okay. Yeah. Or 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 at or at uh the barn too. Anywhere that like, they can go outside. Every wedding I've been at or shot at the barn, when I pull couples out for first, like it doesn't matter when, people always migrate outside, mm-hmm. and then it's so hard to get them back in. Yep. Like it, it's tough. Yep. So when you say yes to those sunset photos, you can say no to that momentum. However, As, uh, same thing. I'm caveating with there is a beauty in, in that moment of like taking a second of like quiet to like reflect now if it is the only thing i'm going to give a solution if that is the only time you guys have to do photos like let's say you didn't even have enough time during the day uh because here's another thing that tyler brought up to me that i never realized this goes to one of those things that you just don't think about is they have good songs that the, the couples have requested and they're having to burn these good songs to get through, like the good ones, that for two people. 
on the dance floor or no one on the dance floor because there's not they're not just going to stop the music so they're like trying to navigate between like i really don't want to play a banger right now there's no one in here but at the same time like i don't want to play something that sucks like well you know there's that whole level that's there too um but something that i have seen that is effective that i did do at the barn at grace hill when everyone came outside is i told the bride and groom because they staged a send-off which we'll talk about here in a second they staged a send-off and and it was flowers it wasn't a first look they tossed flower petals but everyone came outside and then we took a big group photo which was awesome it was like 120 people group photos yeah it was so cool Uh, i need to post that on instagram um really cool we did that and then i told the bride and groom after this I'm going to yell like and say, hey, all right, everybody, we're going to go back in and party. And then you guys need to like say like, come on, everyone, let's go. And it worked. It worked because the bride and groom were like, everybody, let's go back in and dance. So if you as the couple will rally people and say like, hey, let's let's go back inside after you've gone outside, people will follow you. They want to be with you. It's your big day. Yeah, I totally I totally agree with you. But you also so you talked about another event that you people say yes to send-offs send-offs sparkler or pedal or glow stick or you know whatever reason that you have to leave and then a group of people have to leave with you now imagine you've decided to do sunset photos and a sparkler send-off that's a bad recipe or no that's a good recipe to make sure that no one is on the dance floor for more than five minutes yeah, I agree. It's because, unfortunate. It, it's tough. Yeah. You're packing this reception full of these little events and truly like they're all they're photo opportunities. Both of them. Yeah. Sunset yeah. photos. And this is like kind of talking crap on us in this regard. Like they're both photo opportunities. They are. But you sneak out for sunset, which is for photos. And then you sneak out for this mock exit celebratory sparkler glow stick situation and that's two times that you're leaving in the short period of time because your photographer is still there so you have to do it while your photographer is still there yeah and so like people are just like what is happening like that's kind of what's going through your guest's mind is like where are they what are they doing and if they're not here then why should i be here yeah like unfortunately like you will have the people that they're going to be there the whole they're going to be there till it shuts down. Yeah. There are like five people that don't leave the dance floor every wedding. They're out mm-hmm. there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I could literally deliver 80 photos of of this person mm-hmm. like that they're somewhere around on the dance floor. Um but I I it really sucks when you know that they're being pulled away and like okay, we just did sunset, and now we're doing some sort of send off, and now they're going back in, and now there's only thirty minutes left, and you know there's just all of these little things. It kind of pulls you out of the moment of being present. Yes, and really, it's go goes back to like a why, you know, like it's not your wedding why, but ask yourself why are you going out for sunset? Why are you going out for a sparkler send off? Yes. Why are you? What what would I don't know if there's like really another. Thing. uh i mean i've seen i've heard of fireworks people like going i mean that's that's a little different that's like an event it's like mm-hmm. oh we did this for everyone or you know oh yeah we like have that. done fireworks so but so like ask yourself why you're doing these things that are pulling you away from your party why am i doing that and then ask yourself is that worth it is that wor- because why are you having the party in the first place 
Yeah. Like I guarantee it's probably not so you can have sunset photos. I wonder how helpful it would be Although, for everybody knows how much I love. I'm just trying not to talk crap on sparkler exits. Yeah, because everyone. <laughs> Here's the thing. We will do sparkler exits. And we will do them with a smile. But it, it, it they come at a cost sometimes. Like I know that like I, I sometimes, ugh, this sounds bad because I know that I have, I don't want any of my couples that are listening or will listen to think, oh, he hates to do sparkler photos. I, I really, yeah, I really don't know how to word any of this. Like, but just gonna but here's what silently. I, here's what I do do is sometimes I do question like, why do you want a sparkler photo? Is it just because it's what the Joneses are doing or the Smiths are doing or the Thompsons? Like, or like, are you doing it because you feel like you have to, or are you doing it because you want to? And here's a perfect example. I I have delivered a gallery before where the bride looked terrified, like she was running under. The, obviously, they both were, and she was looking up the whole time, like kind of afraid that the sparklers, the sparks were going to get on her. And you know that she she wasn't comfortable in that moment. And I just wondered, like, man, why are we doing this? Like, and then you also think like people are normally shit faced and trashed. And then we give them fire sticks, and it's it's just kind of dangerous. Fire you know? sticks, like no, I agree. Well, especially like the Fourth of July sparklers, like those. And this we've talked. We had a sparkler exit episode um, on how yeah. to like make the most of your sparkler exit, and one of them is n- not have Fourth of July sparklers because literally it is a piece of cardboard wrapped in paper with like explosives inside of it, which give it the give the sparkler this like colored effect yeah, right which doesn't photograph well no but the paper drips off the sparkler so there's dripping there's not only like fire there is dripping fire <laughs> magma it's like lava <laughs> there is magma so uh. it's like these are just things to think about like i yeah. we photograph sparklers and then you know we're like okay do a spin do a dip like a walk slow so i can get your face because it's dark outside and then do a spin dip like whatever like have fun celebrate it's fun it really is. And then I just see them and they look at me and they're like, okay, can we get out? Can we get out now? Because they're underneath Here, fire flames. You know what I just thought of too? Hmm. Like, yes, you can do the whole, um, oh gosh, what do we call them? We call them controlled exits. Like you can do a controlled exit to where it's essentially a mock exit. Like you go out and it's just the wedding party. You can do that and you can get those photos. But there's something I think in people's minds that it's called a send off. Like there's like some sort of thing that happens in people's minds to where they go weddings over, even if it's not. And people I've seen it time and time again, where people go in after the send off, they start picking up the DJ still playing music. It's not even time to pick up yet. <gasps> oh my gosh. This just happened that. to me. Yes. Like, we came back and tables were getting like decor was off the tables. And I was like, Whoa, what are, what's happening? It's just like, wow, we're still here for 30, 40 minutes. Like, yeah. why is this happening right now? And so yeah. there is a cost to doing send offs and it oftentimes isn't like, to be honest, if it were me, if you're not going to do a send off where you get in your car and go, a mock doesn't really feel worth it. That's just my opinion. If you really want it and you've dreamed about it, do it. But I I do think your memories would be best served to be present partying with your people or having a conversation with your Aunt Debbie from Iowa. Like, that's just my opinion. But then there's the argument of if they do, if they don't do the mock, then they want the photographer to stay until the actual send off. 
And so that mock or controlled exit was to stay within the budget, stay within the budget, not have the photographer stay longer, still emulate the closure. And everybody wants the photo, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people want the photo. I have a couple next month, I believe, who they were contemplating doing a sparkler exit. It was in the plan. And then I had my meeting with her and I was like, okay, so with this exit and she was like, you know, I don't think we're going to do that anymore. And I said, why? I said, I mean, I'm not going to complain about it. Like (laughs) every time before going into a sparkler exit, like I've done hundreds of them probably. And, but I still am like, okay, walk slow. Flash? No flash? How do you want to do it? Let's do both. Do flash first and then have them run through. Oh my God. I literally have that same conversation in my head every time. Yeah. We all do. There's something about sparkler exits. It's like, you know what to do. It's, a simple concept. They're hard to execute. There's unknown variables every time. How are these sparklers going to light? Are they going to light at the right time? Oh, I told them to bring a propane torch or a butane torch, a butane torch, and they brought lighters. This isn't going to work. It's windy. Like there's just so many. So yes, in a perfect scenario, in a vacuum where there was no wind, where there was a butane torch, where all they have the right sparklers. Like yes, it's going to work out. It's going to work out well. Yeah. But it's just it's. And then what if it doesn't work out well? And then they, you just killed Then the I momentum. feel really bad whenever it's time to go deliver the photo. And they'd like, they're like, well, was that worth it for that photo? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually curious. So is it worth it for the photo? Do you Let want my know. opinion? If you've done, well, if somebody's done it, I want to know. Like, tell me, like, when you got your photo back, did you find it worth it? Yeah, we had we hired Chris Cerny Photography, and it definitely wasn't worth it. He sucks. Oh, Chris. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. Justin, I've been giving him compliments lately, like anyways, but I give him compliments and he always like says something self-deprecating and I'm like, dude, that is the last compliment I'm ever going to give you ever. Lair had a conversation with me about self-deprecation. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I, needed, did you, I mean, it sucked. Did she tell you to stop? <laughs> yeah, we had this. I mean, this is just relationship stuff, but she was like, what was it? It was something about like. She was, I would say, I don't even know what I would say, but I, let's say I said something like, uh, I don't look very cute in this outfit. I wouldn't, that's not it. I'm just, it's an example. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel attractive today. Uh, or, but I did it in a more self-deprecating way. Mm-hmm. Like she'd be like, I know you want me to affirm you, but because you're doing it in this way, it's the last thing I want to do. Yep. Something like that. Basically. It's making me like roll my eyes. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, any I don't even did, know how we where got did that on. go there? Because <laughs> oh, because I was like, Chris Turner photography oh, sucks. Yeah, but that was a joke. Was that a joke. was a joke. That was a joke. So, anyways, but, um, I am curious if you've done like if it was worth it. If it was worth the yeah, um, that would be trouble of like bringing people outside and because that's what people go through and like running through fire. Um, was it worth it? Was the photo worth it? Like I, I here's my poll so please let me know yeah like, let us know right now send me a message and say yes i did it and it was worth it <laughs> or 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 it wasn't or yeah uh, here's we did one but it was un. i think we planned on doing it but we didn't plan for our photographer to stay as long as they did and it just happened to be that he got the photo like and so it was unexpected it wasn't like in the plans like if i had to plan for it now i don't i don't know that i would do it to keep a photographer there like if yeah. it was a real one and, and the ceremony, you know, they got there at noon and then 
ceremony was over at 10. I don't know if it'd be worth it to hire well, you them almost for wonder, 10 hours. Like, would an iPhone vid- video be worth it at the end of the night? Like, just my you know friend what? doing an iPhone video. Do I need the professional photo or do I want the experience of it? Because I don't think there's, you know, I don't know. Dude, like, the new iPhone 12s too, like if you have the one that has like night mode, mm-hmm. it could capture it. And it wouldn't be what a photographer could be do, but it might save you 500 bucks on having to hire your two photographers to stay, yeah. you know, or, or a couple hundred, whatever they charge. Um, but yeah, you could really experience it. You can get the movement of it. You can get the video of it. Yeah, I think that would be potentially fun. You can get a GIF. I don't know. So anyways, cool. um, we really went on a sparkler tangent. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? If, there are certain themes that you can count on. We're going to talk about wedding why. We're going to talk about sparkler. Exit. I know, man. It's just because everybody wants the sparkler exit. And I just like also ask yourself, like they're pretty. Sure. They are pretty. They're cute. Do you like, like some people don't even like fireworks. Like they're like giving, you're giving them the sparkler and they're like, okay, I don't want this thing to explode in my hand. You know, yeah. and it's like, do you really want the sparkler? You don't like fireworks. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things. You there's things do. to unpack there. Like totally, like if you're going to do one, it's fine. Like it's actually fine. Big takeaway. Know that every decision you make at your reception or even throughout your wedding day, if you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Yes. So think through those things. Yes. If you're saying yes, to seeing each other for the first time walking down the aisle, you were saying no to getting all of your photos done beforehand. And you were saying saying no to a moment alone with no one else around. If you're saying yes to a first look, then you're saying no to like, like that's just the fact. Then you're saying no to waiting to see each other to the ceremony. You know, there's pros and cons to all of these yeses and nos. It's just... um, It's about what you want. Yeah, things to think about. And yeah, I that was a... That was posed by Tyler that if they're saying yes to that, they're saying no to their, you know, potentially happen and dance floor. Yeah, for sure. And that's what inspired all of this conversation. Yep. All right, y'all. We out. <laughs>